0: It's Monday, February 19th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, we're focusing on the Sierra School at Sierra Vista, a newly launched educational center designed to cater specifically to students in individualized education programs. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Today is President's Day. While Arizona has not yet produced an American president, the Arizonan to be the standard bearer for the party was Republican Senator Barry Goldwater in the 1964 election. Born in 1909, he served as a senator from Arizona from 1953 to 1965 and ran for president in 1964 on a platform of limited government and anti-communism. Goldwater's ideas influenced the modern conservative movement, laying the groundwork for Ronald Reagan's presidency. He authored The Conscience of a Conservative in 1960, which articulated his political philosophy. Despite losing the 1964 election to Lyndon Johnson, Goldwater's campaign reshaped the Republican Party. He remained active in politics, advocating for libertarian ideals, and earning accolades for his integrity. Goldwater's legacy continues to shape American politics today. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Benson Hospital. Their Diagnostic Imaging Department ensures that patients have access to high-quality diagnostic capabilities. They recently gained a new 64-slice CT scanner, ultrasound system, and X-ray equipment, as well as an upgraded MRI suite. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our future story. The Sierra School at Sierra Vista is a new educational center designed to cater specifically to students in individualized education programs, or IEPs. This initiative is spearheaded by Specialized Education Services Incorporated, and it represents a significant step forward in providing tailored education solutions for students with unique learning needs. Located at Joyce Clark Middle School, the school serves students from kindergarten through eighth grade. It's organized into three distinct classrooms, catering to different age groups. One notable aspect of the school is its dedication to students who face severe behavioral challenges, including aggression, thereby offering a specialized learning environment for those who may not thrive in traditional settings. Sierra School Director Jennifer Silvas explained the school's mission and its collaborative effort with the local district. The district's decision to hire specialized education services stems from a recognized need for more tailored educational services that the existing system could not provide. By utilizing the facilities of Joyce Clark Middle School, Sierra School can offer both elementary and junior high education, with the added benefit of accessing playground facilities for town and country elementary school for recreational activities. This setup also facilitates the potential integration of junior high students back into their regular school environment once they are ready. With a focus on small class sizes, Sierra School can accommodate up to 10 students per class, totaling 30 seats. This intimate setting allows for personalized education plans, particularly for students designated as Level C in the special education spectrum. These students spend most of their time in self-contained classrooms, but have opportunities to interact with their peers during specific activities, depending on their behavior. Silvas emphasizes the importance of Sierra School's approach for parents seeking alternative educational paths for their children with IEPs. The school aims to fill a crucial gap for students who have historically struggled to have their needs met within the traditional school system. By avoiding suspensions and focusing on therapeutic interventions, Sierra School provides a continuous learning environment that addresses both academic and behavioral challenges. The curriculum at Sierra School aligns with that of the Sierra Vista Unified School District, albeit with necessary adjustments to suit the individual needs of the students. Through a rotational model of education, students experience a blend of technology-based learning, assistant teacher instruction, independent seat work, and teacher-directed instruction. This model ensures a comprehensive educational experience that aims not only to catch students up academically, but also to equip them with the behavioral skills needed to reintegrate into their homeschool successfully. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop ace for First, service a since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, a bill at the Capitol would legalize psilocybin mushrooms as treatment for mental health conditions. The Republican-sponsored bill has support from veterans, first responders, and others who are struggling with conditions like PTSD. Roxanne De La Rosa of Cronkite News has more on the story at the state legislature, support for a bill that would allow new treatments for certain mental health conditions. The therapy involves a certain type of mushroom. Cronkite News reporter Roxanne De La Rosa tells us that they think this treatment will help. Here at the state capitol, activists, mental health uh, advocates, and first responders gathered here to help highlight the importance of legalizing mushrooms to help treat mental health conditions. This afternoon, mental health advocates and researchers say they support the proposal of making legal the use of mushrooms to treat some mental health conditions. One of them spoke about the benefits of this treatment. Veteran Mike Steele shares his story. I had heavy anger problems. I would get very withdrawn. Um, Yeah, well, to start off, the the VA says I have chronic and severe PTSD. I have had three traumatic brain injuries, so all the all the problems concentrating, the anger problems, being withdrawn, all that, um, I had all those classics. House Bill SB 1570 is scheduled for consideration in the Senate Committee on Health and Human Services. In Phoenix, Roxanne De La Rosa, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. this is Didi Rodriguez, the Executive Director here at Prestige Assisted Living. We are offering a free guide on heart health for older adults on our website at PrestigeCanHelp.com. It includes information on common heart health risks and tips on how nutrition, fitness, sleep, and stress management can promote a healthy heart. Visit PrestigeCanHelp.com to download your free guide today. Again, that is PrestigeCanHelp.com. Now an event coming up that you should know about. Tomorrow at 1pm, head over to the Sierra Vista Public Library for an afternoon of crafts. This time, you'll get to try your hand at the vintage art of applehead doll making. While you carve your apple, sip on some cider, and enjoy some apple-themed pastries. This activity is recommended for anyone 14 and over. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Homer Dean. Homer was born in Sutton, West Virginia in 1931 as one of 12 children. In 1967, after serving in the U.S. Army during the Korean War, Homer moved with his family to Sierra Vista. He was a global communications specialist for the U.S. government for nearly 40 years and enjoyed traveling the world on his special assignments. Homer enjoyed fishing, golfing, watching sports, camping, and loved spending time with friends and family. For decades, he faithfully made the annual nationwide trek, trailer, and tow to be reunited with his West Virginia relatives. Homer had a magnetic personality and was a friend to everyone. He never met a stranger that he didn't like. He could strike up a good conversation with anyone and was regularly recognized by acquaintances in public places far and wide. He is preceded in death by his wife, Carolyn, of 67 years. Homer is survived by his son, daughters, grandson, sister, and numerous nieces and nephews. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Homer's life and service. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community focus on facts and make a difference join the conversation visit nabur.myheraldreview.com it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood especially in cochise county become part of the hyperlocal conversation on cochise county's exclusive social media platform neighbor that's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com N-A-B-U-R.